hang on, Mingo. Yeah. Can we talk a, a fucking Hasbullah on over the counter? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You ready? Yeah. Welcome to the corner of the round table. Uh, it's been a while since we've all been together, but we've got the full crew here today. Um, we're actually recording this outside in the tranquility of nature. So hopefully you can't hear any wind or birds or anything. How are you going anyway? Good, Minga. It's good to be back. It's good to have you back. <laughs> Thanks, Cops. You've yeah. been on. You've been on. We've all sort of been on holiday. You didn't go on holiday. I didn't go on holiday. Yeah. No. Yeah, I've had, I've been on holidays for the last week or so. It's been pretty good. Yeah, little uh, round table annual leave period. Yeah, a little bit. Recorded the Melbourne Cup one with the Oracle while I was away. Though that was a good one, Mingo. Listen to that by myself in a hotel room. Where? Cooter. <sighs> <laughs> Why were you by yourself? Well, we flew back from um, from Lakey into Dempasar and we had to wait eight hours. So we booked a room, paid for a night, but just so we could have a room for, I think it was about five hours. Yeah. Um, and my mate's flight was an hour or two before mine, so I just hung back by myself. And I thought, what better thing to do to, than to listen to the Oracle and you? Yeah, nice. I was pretty pissed recording that. Because I had a mate's 30th in Newcastle that weekend. And then we had drinks again on the Sunday. I almost didn't get to record it. I got there in the end. I thought it was one of your best pieces of work, Minga. Well, I'm just going to get pissed every time I do one then. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Started something. <laughs> But yeah, I uh, yeah I don't know. I got I don't really have any stories to talk about from that week off. I've got one story actually. I just remembered it then. Yeah. So went to we went to Bali or oh, not Bali but Indo, and then I flew straight to Cairns and I got a cab from the Cairns airport to Palm Cove, which is where I was going, and the cabbie came in and I thought, oh, fuck, I've got to make conversation with this bloke for 20-odd minutes. And um, yeah. I didn't bring it up. Indian cabbie. I oh. didn't. Indian cabbie. He was Indian. Yeah. Yeah. And I, job. I said I said to him, um, mate, how long have you been here for? You know, normal sort of chat. So what do you do with yourself? And he said, I play cricket. There you go. <laughs> so That's what he does. It always comes up. For a living besides driving a cab? Oh, no, it wasn't for a living. He played. You've just been talking hobbies. He played for the twos for, I think he had, I think he had, he played for the twos for a club. I don't know, they were good or something. Cairns Crocodiles. I think it was the Crocs. And um, (laughs) 20 minutes went by, I asked him about 45 questions. I was just waiting for him to ask me about myself. He didn't ask me one question. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I thought if I ask him like smart cricket questions, this guy's going to be like, oh, well, this guy obviously plays cricket. But yeah, he did not didn't ask me one question. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck about you. He did you, not Mingo. give a fucking shit <laughs> about <laughs> me. 
But yeah, it got rid of a bit of awkwardness. Uh, I asked him who he thought was going to win the T20 World Cup. He said South Africa. Did he? Oh. What do you reckon about that? Pretty interesting. Oh, I've lost interest in it, Minga. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost interest. They're how not. F- how the fuck do we get knocked out of the World Cup in our own fucking country in the group stages? Oh, and how exciting was that bet we had? Oh, and then when we were batting first, oh, yeah. every leg bar the bar the, the runs. Jesus, that was disappointing. <laughs> What was it, Australia to score 190? 190. And they had to win the toss too. We didn't have to win. We lost, actually well, lost yeah, the toss. Afghanistan won the toss. But yeah, like 180 is a par score. We had to make runs and smash them. So you sh- and we're playing against a team that is so bad. And we couldn't make 190. Are Afghanistan that bad? Didn't you say that the their bowler is the best 2020 Leg spinner in the world? Yeah, he is. He's really good. And he ended up making runs for him as well at the end of their batting innings. He can kind of bat. Um, but realistically, Australia should be smoking Afghanistan. I think we won by four runs, which is just so shit. So, the lacklustre tournament, lacklustre performance by Australia. In Australia. In Australia, it didn't get much media hype. The players didn't play with much. I don't know. There was just it just seemed to lack a lot. Um, what the fuck? What? How did we? What did we end up losing to them by? Like ten runs or something? No, no, oh, we winning to winning. <coughs> we won winning by four. Both, we won by four runs. Four runs. Four runs, Mingo. What's the deal? Is it? Is our are our bowlers just shit? Or everybody? It was just a shit. It was just a shit performance, and Corbs was saying, you know, they're pointing the finger at, um, you know, the coach Andrew McDonald's coming for Justin Langer, who's a bit of a hard ass. They, the players, almost sort of kicked Langer out. Not kicked Langer out, but it seemed like he wasn't getting backed by the players, and um, it was his hard approach, and he was not not. Um, What's the word? I don't know. They were just a bit hesitant. He wasn't very approachable, apparently. Um, Justin Langer. Justin Langer. And a little bit unpredictable and a little bit of a psycho, which he probably is. Um, it's, it's been good for us. It's been good for us. And apparently, well, now that everyone's saying it's it's what we lacked in this tournament. And Andrew McDonald, what you were saying before, Corbs, seems to be sort of their friend and on that real friendly page with the players. And um, the players are sort of have it too easy at the moment. Maybe the accountability is a bit too low. Langer was also real big on playing for the country, playing for Australia, and really passionate about just the country in general. Um, I'm just, I don't know. Isn't that exactly what you want? Oh, that's what we at, want as for fans. any coach in any code. Yeah, a bit of passion. Passion that you're playing for the Australian jersey and representing the country. Passion for the privilege. Oh, this was, yeah, that, that was given to me from this, the Crick Oracle. The Crick Oracle. <laughs> Shout out to Dean. The Crick Oracle. Crick Oracle. Yeah. It's just crazy. And I might have to call him. I might have to give him a buzz. <laughs> yeah. A bit, that would actually be some riveting cricking, cricketing uh, 
combos. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I just think that in cricket at the moment, there's so many leagues and stuff where they play 2020 and they get heaps of money. Where it's probably taken a little bit away from playing for your country. So players are probably more worried about performing in other tournaments to get bigger contracts to make more money and playing for your country in a T20 tournament where financially it's not going to really make a huge difference to you. It, it just loses its value a little bit, which is fucked. But I think that's the way it is. And I also think that in national sporting teams, and I don't know if it happens in all sports, but I always have felt like it happens in cricket. It's just it's a basically a representative team. And in any rep team in any level of sport, I feel like people are naturally a little bit more selfish. Um, so to get a team unified and playing for a co- for their country is probably a really important thing. And it's something that feels like Australia lacks at the moment. Uh, and there's probably people that are in positions where they feel like their position might be on the line. Pat Cummins is probably more worried about how he's captaining. Aaron Finch is the captain at the moment of the T20 sides. He's he's sort of on his last legs. There's probably people more worried about themselves and it kind of shows a little bit. So, yeah, we're probably in a bit of a, a shit position at Australian cricket at the moment. We play the West Indies in the Test Series this summer. Um, Where's that? Is that here? That's here. They're struggling, so... Are we going? Are we going? Are we going? Yeah. We're going. Yeah, we are. Gab is usually the first test, isn't it? I think it is. We're going. Could be soon. Yeah, let's go then. Could be Could be like, is it, it's usually around the start of December. December. Yeah. Usually always December. Little road trip up the bloody motorway then. Do you know, is it, is it an issue with the cricket that they're not choosing our best 2020 players and they're just choosing the guys that are just kind of like in the team all the time. They're they're in the test sides, they're in the one days, they're established, but they're actually not the best at that form of the game. Yeah, there has been a lot of talk of that, that we're picking. Steve Smith's probably a prime example. He'd be the best batter since Ponting, best test batter that we've had, you know, for ages. But realistically, he's... He's probably nowhere near, you know, a number four or five batsman in our T20 side for Australia. And that's, that's probably a primo example, Minga. Comes in a little bit of a slug in the, in the, in the short form of cricket. Um, and that might... It's crazy because of our T20 comp. It's you mad. Know, it's the madness. T20 comp, you've got these players that bang out 50s and... yeah. Multiple sixes and that not none of them were in the team. There's there's like proper specialists that that get paid heaps to go to India and play in the IPL for Australia. That that do get left out of our team and I'm and I'm pretty sure other countries like England have specialty players that get a game in their international team that only kind of play to 2020 cricket, and it's probably the direction we should be going. It's a completely different game. It's so much more dynamic and... It's fucking stupid because are they just... Is it just part of their contracts that they play in that shit? Like, why why are we not selecting the guys that are the best at that form? It's fucking stupid. Langer. Langer was there. (laughs) 
Yeah, passion. But also, but also the guys that haven't been sitting there getting paid all that money just playing for Australia all, all the time, they're probably going to have more passion. Glenn Maxwell, who I love, he's probably my favourite 2020 cricketer. He, he, he had a comment which he probably would regret, but it was something along the lines of, we move on and, he, and, and we don't care that we didn't make it. And he's one of the guys, and I'm not slagging him because I like him, but he's one of the guys that gets these huge IPL contracts. He's probably Australia's most valuable T20 player or one of on the, on the market, on the circuit of that cricket. And for him to come out and say that... Bit of a kick in the teeth to the public. It's a bit of a kick in the teeth to mm. the public, yeah, because none of us give a shit about who wins the IPL. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Nah, yeah. I don't know who they play for and I don't give a shit. And I think the Aussie public just wants to see their team have a crack, which is which is what we did when we did have Langer. Bring back Langer. Comes down to Langer. <laughs> yeah. 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 All, the, all the Langers are passionate, you know? Look at Alfie. That's true. Very passionate Queenslander. It's a passionate breed. Like Alfie Langer just moved a bit of a – Left field Hang on. topic, but who is Alfie Lang? Because <laughs> Justin Lang is nicknamed Alfie. Well, that's probably because of Alfie Lang. It's probably oh, because is, of is, Alfie. Well, is Alfie, he not the original Alfie? Alfie was around doing his thing before Justin Langer was doing his. But thing. what is Alfie? Uh one of the greatest. What is is a good question. Who <laughs> is is a different question. Who is what is is a very important question of <laughs> yeah. Alfie Langer. Yeah, he oh. he he. He's, He's in the okay, so he represents the Broncos in the coaching staff, but no one really knows sort of what he does there. And like, obviously, he's part of the coaching staff, but he's always running water on and giving little chats to the boys. He's a langer. He's just he's just there to invoke passion. But then, when it comes to Queensland State of Origin, he's not in the coaching (laughs) squad, but he's always in the post. He's in the post um, game celebrations and change rooms. You can you can see. How passionate he is. Hang on. He's always <laughs> smashing a forex. Always smashing multiple forexes. So, that's what he is, but But hang on. <laughs> no, that's Mingo. who he is. That's this, not what he but is. Oh, sorry, is I'll he tell you what he Alfie is. Langer. He is Queensland. Do you, yeah, he is. He's Queensland. He's a Queensland. What's his name? What's his name on his birth certificate, this guy? Alfie Langer. Really? Queensland. So that's why Justin. Middle, I think the middle Alfie. name's Alf, so it's like Alfie Alf Langer. No. He's got a on his Queensland <laughs> driver's license. But so wow. he he's a re, he's a small guy for a rugby league player. He played halfback, and he was just a little general. And he and he just played so above his weight. And he even came back after he'd retired. When oh, so he's a little fella. Retired for years. He's a little fella, but he came back after he was retired. And Queensland called him back when to, we were in dire straits. When we were in trouble, <laughs> we needed we needed we needed a half. Well, he that because of his back. passion. Yeah, they brought him back, <laughs> and he won us the game. And he won us the game with one of the greatest <laughs> tries ever much. over the head. Yeah, this over is the out. try line. Yeah, well, out of retirement, he's done that. Come in, yeah, and beat New South Wales when they were strong um, favourites. Yeah, again. that Queensland unbelievable fucking fairy tale shit, and that's and that's what that's what he is. That's that's what he is. Yeah. So now you know who and what he is. You know what I wish. Boys? We'll show you a picture. Yeah, I, give him a picture for sure. You need to see the man. I wish the passion shown in the origin 
was the same passion the Australian cricket team could show. But do you reckon they used to have that, the cricket team? I felt like they did. They did, you know, when it was McGrath and everything. And also, but I feel like it was because there was maybe less less cricket. So playing for your country was the pinnacle and there was less money in all these other competitions and things. But I, I listened to an interview with, um, which Johns is the one who, oh yeah, he looks good. Matty Johns does most of the. He's the he's the funny one. Which Johns is the one that cracked it at sort of at Cam Smith, not at Cam Smith, but Andrew Johns after they lost the Origin. Yeah, yeah, that's Andrew. Andrew, I heard him talking about the Origin in an interview, and it's post that, and he was saying he was just talking about how much Origin means to him, and he said he doesn't have social media, and he knows he probably copped it from what he did, but it's just how he felt, and he couldn't help but feel like that. I love, I yeah. love that he did that. So do I. I Same. love that he did it. When he did it, I was like, man, that means something to him, you know. And he, it, and he, he literally said that, Corbs. He said it mean. He literally just sat there and he goes, it means everything to me. Yep. And he meant he it. He walked off. He I loved it. it. I loved it. I was like, good on you. Yeah. Like that's passion. But that's why he's one of the greatest. He is probably the greatest New South Wales has ever had. That's yep. what. But that's what they lack. They lack blokes like that. And if you're they a supporter, have, they always will. How much do you love to see it? Jeez, Minga, open your other eye. <laughs> Jeez. They're open. Oh, These they're eyes are open, open Minga. Yeah. Eyes wide shut over here. At least you've got passion. <laughs> Maybe you should coach a show. Well, you're just born with it. You're just born with it where I'm born, where I was born, Dano. Mate, you're on the south side of the border, Minga. I know where you live. Yeah, I've moved down here. <laughs> I've moved down here. That's only because... Trying to bring a bit of passion. Yeah, they needed they need a few of us down here. They really do. No, this is it'd be so is, dull down here. Well, Tweedheads is on the border. It's fucking basically Queensland, man. You take you walk fifty meters that way, you're in Queensland. Don't don't anybody around here who's wearing a New South Wales Blues jersey is kidding themselves. <laughs> and then if anybody can f- flip and change sides, it's people that live around here on the border. I'd yeah. suggest, and I reckon some of them do. Well, I don't know, Minga. I worry about you sometimes. <laughs> Talking about rugby league, Bart, should we chat a bit of World Cup action going in, Minga? Yeah, so Australia is playing New Zealand this weekend in the semi final. Mm. Um, New Gr- Zealand didn't look that good against Fiji. They haven't looked good for, I don't reckon, almost the whole comp. I don't think so. Well, they haven't, they haven't looked terrible, but they just haven't looked like what we were nah. expecting them to look like. No. When I mean, I just run an eye over the squad, I don't really see what some people were saying about I never really did. Uh, but that's in comparison to Australia. Obviously, it's a, it's a great side, but I was always looking at it thinking whether they would beat Australia. Yeah. Or... I thought it looked like they were the greatest New Zealand team they've assembled. But, but then, as you just said, you put it next to Australia and... It's got nothing on it's them. It's got nothing. Yeah, they've just got they've got holes everywhere. Like especially watching Australia play. Yeah. Australia play out play a lack I can, of depth. they can play two different players in every different position or switch people around and cho- choose totally different teams and still dominate yeah. everyone. And obviously there's teams in there that get dominated by everyone, but Australia are dominating teams way more than people are dominating teams. Yeah. So easily. Yeah, but the way all those superstars in our team gelled together was always going to be the thing. And I think that's a bit of Mal as well. Yeah. Mal's really enforced that, apparently. Not Mal. Mal, Mal Maminga. Mal Maminga. <laughs> oh. yeah. He's got apparently photos of all the um, great Australian 
like past players all throughout the dressing rooms and he's done a lot of that sort of stuff. He's, oh. He brings in all the, um, you know, the ex-Australian players to chat. It. Yeah, like it's a, there's a lot of passion, you know. Do you reckon Alfie's over there? He's, he'll be there somewhere. Well, yeah. Justin Alfie Langer would be into that too. Yeah, yeah, of course he would. He'd be yeah. into all the past grades. That's a, Lang- that's a Langer thing. It's an Australian thing. It's a Queensland thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Malma Minga thing. <laughs> but I think England... Seem to have like a pretty good side that are, mm. you know, playing really well together, and they'll a a they'll, they'll easily beat Samoa again th- this weekend because they're playing Samoa, mm. and it'll be England in the final against us because I really can't see the Kiwis beating us. But which England versus Australia is the best possible final the way England's playing, definitely. So they've surprised a lot of people. Yeah, it's going to be good. Actually, just going to bring up some. Some lines for that, actually. See if any of those... Yeah, hit me with some lines. All right, I'll just, just want to see if... I'll go, yeah. So... Give them to me. The Australian-New Zealand match. They got Australia $1.20, New Zealand $4.50. Uh-huh. Uh, four, four yep. That's probably that's probably good, you know, correct? Yep. Um, Give him another one. And then we got the, the line at minus 12.5 for Australia. Yeah. I just think that is money. <laughs> That's two tries, just over two tries. Just over two tries. They've put it at an annoying point. If it was 11 and a half, where you'd take just, it every day. Yeah. You'd fucking load up. I'm going to take that anyway, but. Well, I think, I think we, yeah, I think we turn up and just fucking roll them. Well, man, it's going to be, it's going to be, Mal will not mess around with this game. He's going to choose the strongest team out of all the games that we've played so far because it's New Zealand, obviously. Yeah. And he's going to want to make a statement going into the final. Do you think that's no Cherry Evans in the side? In my opinion, I, I, you got to pick Cleary. Yeah, but the, the, even playing him, they were playing him over Hunt at fourteen. Yeah, I, that's I th- Hunt, to me that's crazy stuff. Yeah, he might have an injury. I, I surely he does no, I not think it was do more it in a, this game. Do you think it was more of a? Resp- I thought it was a respect I thing think the it whole had, time. I think it has been a respecting the whole time, but surely oh. they don't do it in this game. Listen to this one as well, Minga. We got. England Samoa. Hang on, you can't pronounce Minga. Well, I can. I just I, 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 now that I've said Minga, I feel like I need to go with Minga. <laughs> can, I don't mind can you, can you say Mc- Can you say Minga? Though? Minga. <laughs> it's a bit of a Mackay. Yeah, Minga. I thought you did. I Minga. thought you didn't have it. Have the pronunciation. Oh, didn't you? I, I actually saw like Danny Spalinga. Oh, when yesterday? Oh, I, I bumped into you him. Lucky dog. Bumped into him on the street. I got, I got to touch him. Oh, oh did you yeah. give you an br- embrace? Well, I, I, I love hugging him because he's he's so muscly. He's like, strong, yeah. Jeez, I love just feeling his muscles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I usually touch his back. Yeah, oh, he's fucking, he's having the most ripped up back. He's just the best bloke. <laughs> God, big, I love him. Big muscle Anyway, bloke. what were you saying? I just went with, I was talking about lines, but um, England are going in against Samoa. It's $1.35 favourites with Samoa $3.25. They got England at a minus eight and a half line. Yeah, I like that. But the the thing is, Samoa. That's a tricky game, but yeah, no, I not not really not don't not not tricky Samoa that. I, yeah, it, either do I. But yeah. it's tricky whether is it going to come down yeah. to that eight points. You know, they as you said to me the other week, Minga. Um, <laughs> how good are these guys at picking the lines? Yeah, they're so on top. I don't it. know how they're that good. Like it's it they'll literally win by eight and then you're like they're like, see you later, your line bet's gone. Do they have some sort of like mathematical equation? Yeah, have some to. algorithm have to. or something that they do? 
They have to. Yeah. It has to be massive. Same with like tries and in footy goals and disposals. There has to be a mathematical. Just some masterminds yeah. as well in there who are saying, look, this is how they're performing. This is how they're performing. This is where the, what edge is good. This is what edge is strong in the other. They bring it down to all the stats for yeah. sure. So what the Oracle does for a living? It's exactly oh, yeah. like that. Except on a level we can't ever understand. <laughs> they, except because because they yeah, but but these guys Humans have can't read these it. guys <laughs> have these guys have um, skyscrapers full of oracles. Just not like horse. Oh, horse. That's how they do. That's yes. how they do the line. Rugby league oracles, but not, um, not horse racing. Oracle. We have we have not the only horse racing oracle. oracle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, funny actually. We'll talk to the oracle later. But um, I saw a uh, rev- a um. A write-up of a of a couple of horses leading into the um, Cup Carnival, and there's a race net writer. The writer it said written by the Oracle. What? I, I can't believe I didn't bring this up with you guys. I, I was at work or something. I'm like, no. What? Yeah, it's. I'll I'll, I'll try to find it, but there's someone Our else. Oracle. Hang on. Wow. No, it's not. That's the thing. This is a fraud. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure everything he wrote was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> everything he wrote, everything he wrote, all predictions were wrong. Oh, so it, it just nice. shows. And you know. What the fuck? I know. What are they doing? I don't know. How did they, How long has this oracle been around? Well, we're going to have to, we're going to do some digging and we'll come back to you guys on this because this is a, and there might be some lawsuits <laughs> because there's <laughs> one and only, there's one oracle. <laughs> Can we start suing? Oh, uh, Soon, I'm pretty sure uh, that Aaron Brockovich um, firm, uh, <laughs> Trilby Miso. No, yeah. it's not that, is it? No, no, no. no. Um, um, it's uh, uh, what's the Aaron Brockovich one? I know the ad. I just don't know the law firm. On. <laughs> <laughs> come on, someone, please. <laughs> I'll look this up. Actually, it's gonna. Can kill you look me. that up? Because I'm pretty sure if you if you call them. They'll do it. Um, could we get Aaron? No charge. Could we get Aaron onto it? I'd say so. She does the ad, but that's a no, on no win, no fee thing. So that's the kind of that's the kind of um, vultures we want to be working with. <laughs> <laughs> At this stage, because we're, you know we're not monetized or anything, so we can't be spending twenty thousand shine dollars. lawyers. Shine lawyers. That's shine. it. The bulldogs. <laughs> the, bu- the bulldogs <laughs> of the no win, no fee lawyer industry. Can we just get a lawyer just to find something for we us know one. to sue? Retchy. Oh, yeah. We just I've need someone had, to sue. I've had numerous conversations with him about suing sports bet. He's very switched on too. <laughs> he reckons they're untouchable. Which <laughs> because, sounds right. <laughs> because, they, because they set up their business in like the Northern Territory. So they have different rules up there to gambling and stuff. Smart. But he thinks they, he seems to think, because he, he's looked into it and he seems to think they cover their ass pretty well. Do they not pay a bonus bet? I think, yeah, I think it's done on a $20 bonus bet or something <laughs> like that. Oh, anyway, that, yeah, that England Samoa game, going back to that, I think England def- will win, but that line looked, to me, just looks a little bit risky. I do prefer. England one to twelve at two dollars eighty five. Thirteen plus is two dollars um twenty five, but I think tomorrow are gonna come out heap of heart. They yeah. haven't been clicking as well, but I think they will for this one. I just don't know. I don't know. England are the dark horses. You don't know what you, I don't know what I'm gonna get with them, but they're too polished. 
for Samoa. That's the thing. Like they're way too polished for Samoa. They 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 play they play together as a team, and Samoa I feel just don't don't have that. And I yeah, I think one to twelve is probably a good bet because you got to think that Samoa are gonna especially after getting that because Samoa are better than that sixty point loss that when they first played. And you've got to think that they're going to come out in the semis and at least go hard for 80 oh minutes. My, oh, no. You know what? I've thought that it was Tonga that lost that, that loss. So I'm going to completely change my view. Oh, no. I think that England minus eight and a half is money. Hang on. Is it eight and a half? Minus eight and a half yeah. points. Sorry. I, I forgot they decimated them by 60 points in the start. No one forgets Dude. that, especially the Samoans. I really think... Yeah, I actually, I actually like the line a lot. Eight and a half. I like that way better than the. No, actually, fuck that. I like both of the lines. I like Australia by the that's, line. That's what I'm easy. Well, so we've 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 added those two in our multi of the week yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's in. Got a few more. But anyway, I was getting Hasbulla getting touched yeah. up. Oh, this is where, <laughs> this is this is where you've got you got to start watching the. The World Cup now. Yeah, I'll start watching the semis. The semis yeah. well, this one's this you got to get up at four thirty in the morning. Well, this one's the first one's um actually at a really good time. It's it's at um five forty five, so it's not ridiculous time. Five forty five on Saturday morning, <laughs> six forty five New South Wales time. Oh, that's not bad. That's uh, good. No, your phone's just switched over to New South Wales. Yeah, so time New South Wales is six forty five. Are you sure? Yeah, positive, positive. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's good. That's, that's excellent. Perfect. Excellent stuff. Won't even miss the first half. No. No. So you had a beef with Hasbulla or something, Mingo? <sighs> Look, I don't know how politically correct we've got to be here, and I don't think we do. Not at all. But I'm fucking sick of him. Or, or like, it. <laughs> Did you, uh, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna be politically incorrect about it, can you at least find out what condition he has or something <laughs> like that. Minga, look, I'm not what I, I'm not gonna pay out on his condition, but why the fuck is he everywhere? What what is he? Why does he get attention? What does he offer? I just don't get anything about him. Like wh- where did he come from? I just don't get this whole Hasbulla thing. It's fucking weird. So he suffers from growth hormone deficiency, a genetic disorder that occurs when the brain's... Jesus, they've got me here. Go on. Pituitary gland. Yep, that's perfect. Gotcha. Well, I've I've actually got a... I had a a bad pituitary gland in my brain. It was swollen. When? Five years ago, they were concerned. Still a bit concerned. Five years ago. So you haven't grown in five years. Nah. So you've got a bit of Hezbollah in you. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, that's a twist. What a twist is this? Fucking hell. Nah, nah. So, look, I'm not knocking his condition. No, no. But but does anyone know what what this is? The hype. What is it? It's a growth hormone deficiency. No, (laughs) Miga. I don't know. Apparently, started. they don't live too long either. He doesn't speak, so he doesn't say. He doesn't. <laughs> he say. does. He does. We heard him speak. Yeah. No. It's a little like. Yeah. It's a little like. Yeah, I've heard he that. He just doesn't speak English, Mingo. Whatever. Speaks. He doesn't like. He doesn't speak to the masses, does he? He just. You just hear him going blah 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 in the background. So he doesn't say funny stuff. 
I don't know if it's funny when he goes up and punches people with his little tiny hands and stuff. I just, I just don't get it. You don't think it's funny? I do not. I've never looked at anything he's done that people have la- laughed at and thought that it's funny. And I, half the time, I think the the fighters and stuff that he's having dealings with are confused as well. Do you, it's it's not the dwarfism. That's not why you don't like him. No, it's fine if it is. It's not Minga. I don't think the I don't think anyone's you know. Mate, I don't care if he's a dwarf. I don't think dwarfs are on anybody's radar. That's going to come at you for that. You know what I mean? I think they're not, busy not on our radar things. anyway. Definitely not on ours. It's Minga. all right if you don't like dwarfs. I I don't have anything against dwarfs, but I've got something against Hasbullah. You know what? I don't even have anything against him because. Obviously, he's gonna soak all this up. I've got, I've got something against whoever's feeding him. Food. You mean like they're not? He's, he's not. He's, he doesn't add enough. He doesn't. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean that. <laughs> that is fucked up. No, I didn't. You, you think he's mal? Did it suffer a bit of malnutrition? Starve him like the old Soviet Union. Jesus Christ. Whoever's feeding it to the hype. <laughs> oh, yeah, like the people on social media. Social media. Khabib's team love him. The, oh, the Dagestanis love him. Even Dana gets around him a bit. I just don't get it. I, can you guys tell me, please, what he offers other than, you know, looking... Go on. <laughs> like that. <laughs> well... I don't know. Um, I just know that everyone bought into the hype train from a fair few videos of him early, you know, and then somehow he was getting interviewed with some MMA fighters because I think he loved MMA, and then it did blow up astronomically, you know, to where all these fighters are now getting bashed by him in the ring and Volkanovski's copping a cake to the face. I I actually thought Volk wanted to... Put him stiff when that happened. And he I probably did. He probably put on a good smile and thought, "I'll kill you." Yeah. Would you flog the dwarf if he chuck if he smashed a burger in your face? This is what this whole thing's come down to. <laughs> would you bash him? I don't know if I'd bash <laughs> him, but I feel like I would. I would give him a bit of a toweling up. I would. You'd rough like, him up a bit. Rough him up a bit. <laughs> what, what did Connor say about him? Connors. It was one of the best. It was, one of the, it was probably Connor's greatest ever tweet or, or sequence of I'd tweets. I'd like him better if he was bald. I think he'd go to another level if he was bald, to so be do, honest with you. So do I. As do go. all athletes. <laughs> he'd actually yeah, probably be f- able to fight in the UFC if he was bald. <laughs> in, the fe- in, the, in the flyweight division? Yeah. He'd nearly make it. Yeah, I reckon he would, Minga. What, who's... um? What's your, what's your top three bald athletes? This is a tough one. Well, number one's pretty fucking easy, I reckon. Is it? One what's your top three? Well, is it, is it what baldness has turned them into, or is it, is it how they are already? Performance-wise? Is it performance post-baldness? 
it's always performance post boredness. Because Kelly Slater's bald, right? Yeah, but they that nobody's performing as good as they can unless they've gone bald. Well, Volkanovski is head and shoulders, and there is no one that comes close to Volk. Not currently. So that's your number one. Yeah, that's my number one. And what's your two and three? Well, I would have probably said Kelly Slater as a bald athlete, but he's done everything pretty much bald. Whereas I think Volk shaving his head, like what he, the stratosphere that he's gone to is astronomical. No, no, Kelly Slater won world titles when he had hair. He's just been doing it for so long. That's He just went bald during the process. And, kept and got better. <laughs> and got better. Got better. How many do you reckon he got with hair and without hair? I reckon more without three hair. easy. Way more without hair. He went to Gives another level. junior comps with hair. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, so Kelly won without hair. Volk, Volk beat Max with hair, didn't he? Nah. Uh, the last fight? Nah, the first nah, fight. Uh, first he, had, he, had a bit of, he had a bit of hair. He had the fluff. But, but what I'm saying, Minger, is... Hair. But Kelly he had a little crew cut, but as soon as he got rid of the crew cut, he was bald. He just hadn't he hadn't just skinned it, right? No, no, he had a little like little crewy. Did Kelly did Kelly change much pre and post hair? No, he got better. Yeah, he did get better. Yeah, that's what oh, happened. Yeah. He got better and better. That's I'm almost the, that's certain. That's the theory. That's what I'm yeah. almost certain. That's what happens. <laughs> no, I'm just saying what Volk did post what he's done post hair. Well, who's yeah, who's your number three? Because you're dragging on a, a bit here. Oh, who's yours? No, nah, I, I need three from you. This is a question without notice, Minga. No, nah, it's as easy because well, all, when all, I, all the best athletes are born. Oh, well, when I think of AFL, I think of someone like Gary Ablett Jr. Yep. Had this long hair, didn't get a touch for the first 80 games, shaved his head, became bald. Wow. <laughs> a little master. <laughs> and what's yours, Corbs? Oh, I'm, I'm stuck at two. I, I do need a bit of time for the third. Yeah, I, I don't like want to just throw out Gaz like that, Minga. But Gaz is Gaz is a really he is good one. one. Though. He, he is one, one, but is he number three? He's bald as shit. He you don't get any bald. Did he even have eyebrows? This <laughs> <laughs> fuck. He's like alopecia bald. That, well, that's next level. That's real good. Hang on, just one second. I I found the Connor tweet. Yeah. I kind of agree with him. Go on. What did he say? I'd love to boot that little gib <laughs> has Buller over a goalpost. <laughs> I reckon Con- I look. Connor's constantly, I reckon, constantly pissed and bagged writing tweets. He's still entertaining from the how grave. much? Oh, it's great. How much to get him on the volley? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hang on. That's good. I'm gonna make it my mission to score <laughs> to score a three pointer with him one day. <laughs> that is gold. If he wants that as bad as he wanted the title when he first started fighting, it might it's gonna, happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> now boys, I'm not ba- now I wanna make it clear I'm not I'm not bagging Hasbullah for his physical, you know. Nobody what? cares that you're a dwarfist. Dwarfs aren't on dwarfist. anyone's radar, man. You don't have to worry about that. You're in, this is a safe space oh, as good. far as dwarf, dwarfists. Thanks, man. So who's your so. top three balds? 
Well, I do, I've got to say Kelly Slater. Kelly. Is he one? He's one for me, 100%. The dude's He's probably the most iconic bald athlete in the world. The dude's like ever. The dude's ever. 50 and he yeah. just won pipeline. E- easily. Him. Um second one's tough for me. I jeez, I don't know. I'd I'd kind of have to say GSP cuz I just I just GSP. Mainly cuz I love GSP. I Did think you see GSP bloke. with much hair bar? Minga, he's got hair. No he doesn't. No, he's dude. got hair now. He, but he GSP had shaved, had a shaved head most of his UFC because he cracked, he he hacked the system. He's got a full head of hair. Oh, hang on, hang on. Nah, for him to be the best, he had to be bald. Yeah, because apparently when he had hair fo- follicles at training, his jujitsu, wrestling, and striking went downhill. Yeah, that's that's right. These are reports, like verified. Well, they've reports. reported on that. So yeah, it, I don't know how it, I feel about that one, Minga, because because he's got that silly hair, fucking thing at the front. That's now because he's not competing. Yeah, but he's just not a bald guy in my eyes. Because he's not com- because he doesn't need to be bald anymore. But he shaved. He's not he to had skin shaved head. Yeah. Anyway, that's, yeah, that's really that's yours, Minga. Really what? good one. Debatable. Third, um, Debatable. Johnny Johnny Sins, <sighs> for sure. And he is an athlete. Yeah, that's an athletic pursuit. If I if that is an athletic pursuit, if I've ever fucking heard of one, to be honest with you, and it's iconic. Yeah. So Volkanovski doesn't make your top three. Not in this case, no. Okay. No disrespect. He he'd be four or five. I think it's disrespectful, Minga. I've got my reasons. Yeah, no, you're entitled to them. <laughs> That's okay. And we can't we can't all have the same. Top no, three. we can't. We can't. And throwing Johnny into the mix is. It's a good variety. Yeah. He's a dark horse. It's time! Yeah, I just wanted to bring up the Mark Hunt, Sonny Bill fight, boys. Um, and I just think it was really good to see one of the old fighters get one back on the... Sonny Bill's not a YouTuber, but he's, you know... The non-boxers. The non-boxer. And in particular after the Anderson Silver, Jake Paul one. It's funny how Sonny Bill, I heard someone say, oh, he's lost his undefeated record to Mark Hunt. It's like, yeah, he lost his undefeated record as soon as he fought someone that could actually fight. Yeah. What a surprise. It warmed the heart, didn't it? Yeah. It warmed the heart. Yeah, it was so good to see. Because I, I, I don't like seeing, I don't like seeing the old guys going there against the young, the younger bulls you know it's like they're just doing it for a paycheck they're retired they're retired for a reason sad to see those guys having to take those fights you know like Anderson Silva having to fight Jake Paul top top 5 ever and he's still looking for a payout and he's 47 or something He's still got to fight Jake Paul. It's kind of easy money for someone like Anderson Silva doing that though cuz yeah, he's I just going to play around with the guy no, I can see it, but I just feel like it's so shit that he that it's he, come has, to that. he has yeah. made enough money during his career that he's dominated yeah. in. Yeah, and then he probably has to take a dive in it to make an extra fucking. Yeah, he should be able to just sail off into the sunset. Yeah, as a legend. I don't think that right hand connected with him in that uh, Anderson Silver Jake Paul fight. I honestly think I, I know Ben Askren let him punch him in the face as hard as he could. 
and and went down. That was a divey looking drop. Too. Yeah, there's footage of Ben Askren after it walking off with his wife, like half celebrating. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, it was just a payday. He's like sm- laughing, like hugging his wife, and they're like walking yeah. down the tunnel, like it's made millions. <sighs> and then also Tyron Woodley in the first fight when he hit when he rocked. Jake Paul, he didn't throw another punch for about two rounds. In they, what world? They also think that with Mayweather, with um the other Paul. Oh yeah. They reckon when Mayweather peppered him a few times, um Jake, um no not Jake Paul was the other Paul. Logan. Logan was leaning on Mayweather, and Mayweather could have followed it up, and Mayweather held his body weight. Yeah. So because it, to make it go the distance. I didn't. I just watched like. Some highlights of that. That was the fucking most retarded thing. Do you see when Logan Paul started trying to punch Mayweather in those fights? Yeah. It was so fucking retarded. Honestly. And he's so he would just much like bigger. bum rush him and just start throwing these wild... And it was just so fucking stupid. It's like... I guess they're like exhibition fights, but who the fuck really wants to even see that? Well, did you see... Um, Besides to see Logan Paul or someone get fucking knocked out. That's why people do watch it, but people aren't buying it, apparently. Did you see the pay-per-views came out and it was yeah. like, a, like a, maybe a 100k or whatever it was? Like, yeah. that's nothing for pay-per-views. The only people that are buying it now, because it's not their, their YouTube following that first started following him. When, they start, when he first started doing it, he was selling massive pay-per-views. They're not there buying it anymore. It's just people that are like MMA fans that want to watch Anderson Silver flatten this guy. And then everyone else just streams it illegally off that. Yeah. Good on Jake Paul. I don't reckon you can knock him. He's killing Fuck it. Fuck no, you can knock him, man. Don't, f- like, it's so disrespectful to fight fucking aged, like, legends. People like Anderson Silver and stuff like that. And want to fucking knock them out. What it's about- disrespectful as fuck. It'd be disrespectful if you were a fucking... MMA, you were a legit professional fighter and you did that when he was that old. And it's even more disrespectful that it's fucking Jake Paul. Yeah, but they're getting in the ring with him. And they're, yeah, happy, to, they're, they're getting, happy to take the money. Because they're getting paid millions of dollars. Yeah, but that's not Jake Paul's problem. It is if he had any sort of fucking self-respect. Yeah, he's probably a fucking which selfish wanker. Yeah. But, but you can't blame him for what he's doing. He somehow built this hype and he's... Pulling it off. Well, yeah, you can't blame him for making money, but it annoys the shit out of me. I, I don't, I don't know. I'd never, yeah. What do you hate more, Hasbulla or Jake Paul? <laughs> I don't hate Hasbulla. <laughs> That's you, man. <laughs> don't drag me down with you. Is this YouTubeism? <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, I look. I just don't respect it. I, like the guy should fight. Um, he wants to be a boxer, he should fight a fucking boxer. He called out Canelo. That's not fucking 50 years old. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, but Canelo's never going to... He can never. call out He'll people never take like that, that all he wants. Like, not even someone like that. Fight someone who's just a fucking boxer, who's you, good, who's you, not even like that. They'll fucking smoke him. You know what's bad, Minga? You, Rogan talking up Jake Paul as being legit. Uh, Did you hear yeah, it? Yeah, I, I heard it, yeah. It's not. Did your blood boil? He just said you can't disrespect that. You know. I don't really care. It's like. Did you say? I heard him say, he's like he's legit. He can actually fight, sort of along those lines. Yeah, but he's talking about it to an extent, though. Like you know. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Jay Paul's a terrible fighter. I just don't think he's on a level where if he fought someone who's got some sort of slight boxing resume, yeah, that he would win. That's it. That's not. It's not the fights he's 
doing. Like if he, the moment he does go and do that, do you know? Can I give you an example of someone that I think, like these exhibition fighters that that did it in a way that I can respect? Like not Sonny Bill because he never fought anyone any good. Hang on, Minga. I just want to say something. I'm not a Jake Paul fan. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, keep going. I didn't think you were, but you wouldn't be here. He's, I feel targeted. He's of normal height. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sweet with him. He's tall. No, so I was going to say, it's. I remember when Sonny Bill was doing his doing his boxing thing, I was like, this is fucking dumb because if, if you want any respect in that, in that game, you need to fight someone good. And as, as like a professional athlete like him and somebody who's dominated in the rugby league and, you know, union scenes, why would they – it boggled my mind why he wouldn't want to prove himself on that stage. That's why I res- – like, sorry. Does it, Are we no, going to say we respect Gal? I was about to say I fully that's respect what Gal. That's because what I'm saying. Gal, that's what I was saying. Gal's a tough fucking And he man. said from the start, he is, I'm a prize fighter. I'm literally taking fights – that just people want to watch against, you know, um, like other rugby league players or whatever. But then he stood in the ring and went nearly the full distance, but but in the last round with Justice Huni. Yeah, yeah. And Justice Huni is the biggest prospect we have in Australia in the heavyweight division. Yeah, that's and and, yeah. and he stood the whole time with him. Yeah, he got hammered. That, but, but, but but he stood. He did it. He, he took, took the fight. The fight. Like, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's the that's the difference, man, between guys that do that that are legit that legit want to fucking prove something, and guys that are just there to fucking. Make every I, I don't know like just get it's not even out the money like did they do they want people to respect them for doing that I I don't get it Gal like, has openly said it's purely for the money which is like I respect that about as well you know like obviously he wants to throw his hand in at boxing but he he has actually said this is for the money this is my like cash cow sort of thing which yeah, yeah. I love as well he's done well, well. that's that's because he openly said it he's and that's not. fair enough and and he's done all I'm saying about Jake Paul is if you're in his position. Jake Paul should fight Gal. Fuck, that'd be great. Yes. Oh. That'd be fantastic. That's a real fighter. I think Gal's <laughs> a lot more, a lot heavier than him, though. Yeah. Yeah. And way more durable. <laughs> He's a fucking battering ram. Yeah. It's shit seeing Anderson Silva fight that fucking guy. I fucking hated it. And, like, yeah. seeing him go down, it was like, whether he dove, whether he didn't dive, it was just, like, such an ugly look seeing him on his ass. I hated that. Yeah, well, that um, first little punch, that little jab, that half, half like jab coming from like his fucking waist was like not enough to knock a fucking fifteen-year-old on their ass. The one before the miss. The one before the one that glanced him. Yeah, yeah. And then the next one goes past, and he was almost like had decided he was going to go down. Like I don't know, man. It's hard to fucking call on that shit. But honestly, Minga, he's all ass. his fights are sus. They are. The Askren one is the, one of the worst I've ever seen. The Woodley one. I actually watched that fight. The second fight? The one where he knocked him out. The second fight, I, I believe he actually did knock. He was knocked out. Yeah. No did. doubt. Yeah. But did he let him hit him? But did yeah. he let him hit him? Yeah, I don't know. Because that fight was fucking so bad. There wasn't a clean punch in that whole fight. They were just clinching and, and it was just scrappy and shit. And Tyron Woodley can't box. Nah. Nah. It's like, yeah. It's different in MMA too. Like it's a, it's a different kind of striking. Yeah, exactly. Because Tyron Woodley, when he fought like Darren Till and that, he could strike then. When there's, so when there's when there's a threat when there's a threat of the takedown, it changes everything. Yeah, like or, or leg kicks, or you can't defend yourself the same way. Like you just you just can't. You have to be you have to be prepared for that. So it makes you it makes you react differently to like people's feints and stuff like that. And people kicking. 
like yeah. kicks, kicks as well. You got to keep that distance. Like yeah, you can't com- you can't compare the striking in it. Oh, speaking of all this stuff, should we talk a little bit about the UFC coming up? Yeah, definitely. Because it just got me pretty horny. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of striking in the UFC, Izzy versus Baldan. Oh <laughs> God, hasn't this been built up? Oh, this is honestly. I think this is. It's definitely the best striking matchup in the UFC for a title that's ever happened. Easily. Ever happened, you reckon? Yeah, easily. Like on, pa- on paper. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. Two kickboxers. With the history, now that Izzy's the, like, cleaned out that division, and now the guy, the only guy that's ever finished him is you now. Couldn't have a better storyline, could you? Yeah. Finished him twice. And he's there. It's gonna, there's so much pressure on Izzy. But I just love how the UFC fast tracked him. To get that shot, because I thought they might have fucked around and made him f- take more fights. I, but think that, I think that was called as well. Remember we were talking about that? Well, like, this guy's going to go straight up. And then yeah. they fast-tracked him, and Izzy's team were apparently a bit against that. Izzy especially was pretty vocal about so it as well. So they should be. They're like, mate, like Izzy had to have multiple, multiple fights to get a title shot. Yeah. And this guy's getting the thing. And UFC, UFC aren't stupid, obviously. You know, they're a business, and... As if you wouldn't fast track someone like that. Who's well, they yeah. would have done it because if he fights any of the other top contenders and loses, like Rob, he might lose. Oh, for sh- yeah. Or someone, yeah. And exactly. it fucks the whole thing. It fucks the whole thing. Yeah, for that's him. why he skipped him. That's why they gave him Strickland before the title shot. That was, that was, oh, <laughs> I, I reckon that's the worst performance I've ever seen. Well, no, he made Strickland drop his hands. Do you see that? That's a, they break that down. No, but did you see the way Strickland was just. Like a robot? I feel like that's how that's, Strickland that's is. Oh, so I just don't... So like, everyone like, was hyping Strickland going, man, you're going to be surprised with Strickland against Poetan. And I'm like, no, yeah. we're not. What was he doing? <laughs> Mate, I, I It's like he was praying. I re- <laughs> like, he went... When, as soon as he threw a faint um, leg kick, or I think it was... I'm pretty sure it was a leg kick. As soon as he threw that faint, like, going, going to throw a leg kick, Strickland immediately dropped his hands. And it was just... Like hey, picture perfect. I wouldn't be surprised if you follow Sean Strickland on um, Instagram. Well, I actually went on his Instagram. It's he funny. He is a fucking lunatic. He's actually a psychopath. And I wouldn't be surprised if he got somebody in Vegas to put fucking his whole entire bank account on him getting knocked out in that fight. He's the kind of fucking guy that would do something like that, I reckon, and just be like, all right, I'll go in here and just get knocked out because it's probably what's going to happen anyway. He's look at follow him on Instagram. He's a fucking lunatic. He's actually a psycho. Yeah, he called out this coach. There's this, there's this female fighter called Aspen Lad, and the guy that was coaching her, I forget his name, but he was coaching her from when she was a teenager, maybe like sixteen or fifteen or something like that. And now that guy and her are dating, and he's been coaching her since she was a teenager, and now she's like in her early twenties. And Strickland was doing posts tagging the guy on his Instagram. Calling him out, saying, "Hey, this is you're grooming. you're grooming. You groomed this girl and shit like kind that." Kind of don't like, don't disagree with him. Yeah, I right. reckon it's totally weird. It is a bit weird, isn't it? Definitely, because so he's, she's sixteen, he's coaching, her and he's like, "Well, oh, she's pretty attractive." It's not illegal, but is that gro- is that the definition of grooming? Well, not well. And I don't. Is grooming illegal? Grooming, grooming. Pro- it's probably decided to be grooming after the fact. Like it depends. Like. I don't think – it depends how you define what like, – I mean, you decide how someone's grooming someone, I guess. Well, you could, well, you'd have to say that he was 
groom, grooming her since he was a teenager, like planning on... Well, he was coaching her. Planning on... Yeah, we, we, we can't prove he was planning on dating her. So Banging the, the, her. So, planning so, on banging her from when she was a teenager. That's what, that's what you're saying, right? Well, no, we're, we're assuming that that's what... That he, you know, was at 16 going, oh, okay, she's pretty... I'm training her, but she's pretty, you know, good looking. And then as soon as she hit, you know, a, a um, kind of acceptable age or something, then they've started dating, fallen into something more. Elvis Presley did, did that with his wife, didn't he? I don't know. What yeah, he, do? he groomed her from, from, a, from like an, a... She was 14 or something, and he didn't do anything till she was... Well, apparently till she was 18. But... They were seeing each other or they were friends or there was something weird like that. What do you, but how did he know it? Do you know? He met her. She's like oh. a friend's daughter or something. Oh, I feel like he met that's her. That's grooming. Yeah, that's grooming. <laughs> oh, that is grooming. I don't want to bag Elvis, but yeah, that one sounded pretty weird to me. And that's like a primo grooming example. Look, I'm not, I'm not surprised by Elvis being a groomer. I think he groomed he looks, her. He looks like a bit of a groomsman. Hmm. But yeah, anyway, Sean Strickland calls him out for grooming and then he posted a video recently where he's in his car and he's filming himself on the that. phone. Did you see this? Yes. And he goes, yeah, he's like, he's I, get just, into a fight? Yeah, he's like I just ran it. You wouldn't believe who I ran into. And he's like, to says the guy's name that coaches this chick and he is accusing of grooming. Yeah, sweet. We're going to have a fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We're yeah. going to punch on in the yeah. street. And, and I'm like, like, psyched as. And he came up to me and he said, you know, Sean... <laughs> He's super uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, uh, I got to say, like, I, I was coaching her from when she was 18 and then blah, blah, blah. And he just kind of, like, defended himself and was really nice to him. And then Sean Strickland was like, and he, I was like, okay, that's weird. I didn't expect that. You're and way then, too nice. Yeah, and then he goes in the car <laughs> and leaves the gym he was at and then posts that video and tags the guy in it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's honestly a bit nuts. He's, he's a psychopath. Yeah, well... He blew his fucking chance. I don't think he ever had a chance, to be honest. I don't think Sean Strickland, like, you know, I don't think Sean Strickland is champion material. Mm. Nah. I think he gets absolutely pieced up by anyone who can move around. But he had his fight on the big stage. Well, that was on a big card. Yeah, I think it was. Could have even been an easy card. Is he Rob card? Yeah, it was the easy. um, Is he Rob? It was definitely easy, yeah. Or was it, oh no, was it easy? I don't think it was easy Rob card. Easy Cannoneer. Easy Cannoneer. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's how... Yeah, remember they were all on the stage yeah. together and um, Strickland was tearing shreds off all of them? And then he... Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's entertaining. That's yeah, sure. yeah, he is funny. <laughs> yeah, he is entertaining. So let's talk about some of these fights anyway. Uh, a favourite of ours, Brad Riddell, the Kiwi. Uh, he's voicing Hanato Moicano and that is going to be an oh. absolute ripper. Brad Riddell is a fucking legend. Friend of ours... Sam Carney, he um, he used to film and live with Brad in um, Thailand. Used to and film at Tiger Muay Thai. Yeah. All the fighters there. Yeah. Roger, Roger Huerta. He's even been speaking to us about getting Brad to uh, oh come God. on the show, which would be amazing. Really? Yeah. But from all reports, Brad Riddell is an absolute legend and he is one of the most exciting guys to watch in the UFC for sure. Moicano's exciting too, so that's going to be great. Moicano is very exciting. So that's um that's definitely one to watch. We're going to be getting around Brad Riddell for sure. Uh, another thing is Frankie Edgar's got a fight on this card, and I'm pretty sure this will be his retirement fight. 
He definitely has to be. How old is he? It has to be, doesn't it? It has to be. It has to be. Frankie would be 40-something now, I think. Every time he steps in, he always looks pretty sharp, I reckon. But then he ends up getting knocked out or something. He's lost all his speed, and that was like... That was his weapon, his cardio, his speed. So now, yeah, you just can't keep... He's he's 41. You can't keep doing it. And I I hate seeing fighters go past that thing. Anderson did that in MMA. For like a fair while, oh, like yeah. his last yeah. five fights or something, were like quite just kept getting knocked out. Yeah, and just kept losing, and he just didn't have any of his same skill set. You know? Yeah, yeah it's just, shit to see. It's, it's hard terrible to, watch. to see. It's hard to watch, and it's so shit. And do you guys reckon? Like, do you think the majority of these guys that fight for too long, they're doing it because they love fighting or they need money? Bit of both. Probably, yeah. yeah. But what, do you, what do you reckon would be the? I think because like oh, a lot of them wouldn't. Both. Yeah, they, a lot of them wouldn't know anything else. You know, like in, the, all they know is fighting. Oh, I just hope. I just hope that the majority of them want to be fighting because they want to fight, not because they need money. And they got fuck all. Because I feel like fighters in all martial arts should be set up for life if that's the that that's the sport they're doing at a high level. You know, it's just shit. If they're just fighting for too long and they're just getting busted up. Yeah, there should be like retirement packages. For sure. Like <laughs> a pension. Yeah. Almost. Of, of, of all sports, surely they deserve it. Especially yeah, a medical pension. Yeah. Um, With mixed martial arts fighters. Like yeah, these the guys should be make, set up. Yeah, there's... Like a medical pension where everything they get post that is, you know, compensated because... Well, they're doing, risking their life every time they go in. Like even the AFL, I don't know about the NRL, but I'm pretty sure the AFL have a um, like a superannuation sort of thing that they like a fund, and I think it's a certain amount per year. It might be ten, fifteen, or twenty grand, and when they retire, they get that they get that sum at the end. You know, so okay. You That's know, not that play. much, though. Oh, I don't know the, the number, but yeah. th- bet there is a th- there is a number, and I, d- I don't know if the UFC or the percentage maybe. Mm. Can't remember. Well, the UFC makes enough money that it should be it should be give paying these guys like like lifelong medical medical bills, medical, as long medical as it's bills associated Minim- minimal anything. medical bills just at least medical bills because then that that could be that 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 could be the number one major ruling factor when they're older in life. Like you there's, see it with the NFL players all the time. Yeah. Well, exactly. There's, there's been a lot of talk about it. There's like a f- uh, fighters union and stuff. and we, Which they haven't got yet, have they? Nah. It's not very... They just haven't had... There's been no movement and all of that. But there's been talk about it for years. It, it, it has to happen. But the UFC are hard to, hard to budge. They just hold all the cards. You play by their rules or you don't play at all, really. Yeah, and, and, and the standard would probably be hotter too because fighters wouldn't drag their careers out. Well, some of them wouldn't. The ones that are fighting purely for money, they'd retire, you know. They wouldn't be just slugging it out, getting getting bashed. They'd be they'd be just calling it quits. Yeah, it's uh, it might change in the future. The and, UFC and then maybe Anderson Silva wouldn't have to fight Jake Paul Minga. Yeah, that's right. I think Anderson Silva still would anyway. If okay. you offered him like fucking a few mil to fight a bucks. guy like Jake Paul, I reckon he'd do a it. A million dollars. 70. A million. Yeah. I'd fight yeah. him. I'd fight him for like 10 grand. <laughs> I'd, I'd fight him for 10 grand too. Yeah. Same. 
In a boxing Minga, match? Minga would what? probably fight him for free. <laughs> Minga would po- probably pay to fight him. I reckon Minga could win as well. <laughs> yeah, so do I. I'd actually honestly put money on you beating Jake Paul. Not in a boxing match. <laughs> How long do you have to train? Six months? <laughs> Six months would be crazy. Yeah, I'd have you. I'd have you. Imagine if Minga got sparked by Jake Paul. That'd it'd be worth it just to land one shot on him. Yeah. A clean one. <laughs> There'd be no diving, that's for sure. Yeah. And then Minga get, get sparked and then forget that he was in a boxing match and immediately go to full Greco wrestling. <laughs> I'd be taking a chunk of his ear if I, I'll tell you one thing. You'd be, be going home with some ear. Minga on Iron Minga. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. There's no way I'm leaving without some of his skin in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Roach style. <laughs> so um, um uh, moving on. Well, actually, sorry, not moving on, but moving on to these fights. But I'm interested to see Dan Hooker come back, see how he co- responds. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see it too because he's kind of looked like he's faded a lot. Definitely, he's just been getting smoked. He's been in wars. He kind of almost. I was thinking in his last fight, he should probably give it up. Mm. Uh, so, Corbs, what are you saying about his coach? Was his coach talking about him adjusting? Yeah, them all adjusting to some changes and that they all had to have a kick up the ass. He said, and um, they all had to adjust. Um, and they said Dan Dan adjusted quickly and first. Yeah, and then uh, Brad came after and adjusted a couple of weeks after because they all got a bit of a kick. And um, Israel was last to um, adjust to it. And they yeah. said that's because of his stubbornness, but. When asked if that was um, because he was the champ, the coach responded, well, he's not my champ. No, he's, he's not my champion. He said he's just another he's just another piece of shit. That's what we say in the gym. But, like, I might be saying this sort of wrong. We might get that audio up maybe. Yeah, no, yeah we'll play sure. the audio. But it's, um, it's, 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 cool, actually, it's it? actually great to listen to the coach with this that much openness as how level-headed he is about all his fighters. Yeah, Eugene is his name. I reckon he's such a legend. He's one of the best. Yeah. Definitely. His perspective. Yeah, he's a fair team. old crew, doesn't he? Oh, his team's great. You're a savage crew. Yeah, it's so good. And uh, a fight that I wanted to bring up because I'm salivating about this fight. I'm going to have to say as much, maybe, maybe more. I don't know. Oh. The intrigueness of the Izzy fight has got me more than this one, but the saliv. The salivatory glands. It's such good shit's going to happen. For this fight, I just go and mm. overload up. I almost can't speak because <laughs> yeah, yeah. of it. Someone hit this guy's spit bucket. Dust, I'm salivating. Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> oh, my God. kind Chan- of wish it was five rounds. Uh, so it, this is the first thing I was going to say is that I believe it should have been a five-rounder. Um, and Weird then that it's not. What well, makes them decide that? It's not. It's not a main event. Yeah, if they had a fight night, if it was a dedicated fight night to them, it would have been a um, five yeah, rounder. Okay. But because it's on a main card and it's not because not for a title, yep. it's not a five rounder. Yeah, okay. It's got to be the it's got to be the main fight, or yep. it's got to be a championship fight. But just yep. just from the caliber of both fighters and what they've achieved, and from Dustin Poirier, what he's achieved, you know, going into championship fights multiple times against Khabib and then against Charlie Olives. And then Oliveira, sorry, we all call him Olives on this. We love Olives. Um, and then you got Chandler who came into the UFC and he's not taken an easy fight ever um, in the UFC. Every single fight, he took Hooker straight away 
and Hooker was fa- Hooker was favourite because Hooker was on a bit of a run then, and um, he sparked Hooker really, really badly. And then it was the start of a bad streak for Hooker. And then he want they asked if he'd want to fight if Puria would fight him, and this is after Puria fought Connor, and Puria said, "I'd rather sell hot sauce than fight Chandler." And then Chan- Ch- then they get went. All right, no worries. So then they gave because they were going to give the winner of Poirier Chandler the title fight, and then they went, all right, um, Chandler, you're now fighting for the title against Charlie Olives. And so Chandler then immediately went for a title fight, which was a banger against Olives, even though it went, what, two rounds only? But yeah. it was still a banger. It was so close. It was so entertaining. That first round That first round was so entertaining. Yeah, like, it was they, so close. Chandler was not scared of his jiu-jitsu, and Olives wasn't scared of his wrestling. Um, Olives had his back at one stage and Chandler didn't didn't seem in the slightest bit um, intimidated by his and so they descend, they decided to stand and bang he's yeah he's he's just so explosive he'd be hard to hold down that's why hold I, in any position at least in the early rounds anyway I would love so this is just going off a bit but Volkanovski 100% needs to be booked against Makachev in um, February for the Australia thing which we're going to despite if um, Makachev is there because Volkanov it, that, that's got to be the fight to if be they made don't fucking make that fight there's rumours that apparently there are bad rumours I heard Have that you, yeah so but how can they not when the next one's going to be in, in Australia yeah and he went in the ring and they shook hands what the fuck why would they do that if they weren't going to if they weren't going to have it oh. and then who does he fight if not like what are they who can nah, Volkanovski fight Yair Rodriguez or something who can Volkanovski fight besides that Yair Rodriguez I think who's Rodriguez who, oh nah but nah I can't think of anybody that's else that they put in part. there that's ridiculous there's no man on this planet. He deserves it more than anyone. He deserves to jump the line. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. Where, where I'm going with this is, if that's going to be the next fight, I, I want d- the winner of Dustin Chandler to fight the winner of that fight because I don't know. I don't know if yeah, it should be. the winner of uh, which, even, which fight. Even though sorry. I know, I know Benil. Oh yeah. Benil <laughs> has been waiting in line, and everyone brushes him, him because he, just because he's not. As an ex- like, he doesn't promote himself as much, but he definitely deserves it. I take that back. He's got to have yeah. the next. He's, he's probably got to have, got to have, the, have next the next shot. shot. Definitely, yeah. Probably. Although maybe he he can fight someone else at the top, but yeah, he probably shouldn't keep getting overlooked. He's been he's been going well. I think, but dude, they they can't cancel that Volkanovski Islam thing on us. That they just can't do that. So like, Corbs, are you saying the winner of Makachev and Volk should fight the winner of? Chandler and Dustin. So, uh, I th- like it's a tricky one. It's I think Dustin will beat um, Chandler because I think Chandler and he's openly stated that he ca- all he cares about is leaving like the legacy of um, putting on entertaining fights yep. for the fans and yep. like so I feel like he's going to stand and bang with Poria where if he had a real tactical decision, his wrestling is stronger than Poria's. Poria's jiu-jitsu. But I think if Chandler decided to make it a boring fight, stood up a fair bit because he can stand, and then decided to take him down and just point win it, yeah. I think he could win it that way. But I think he's not going to do that. I think he's going to stand and try to bang with Poirier the yeah. whole time. And I think Poirier's got his edge on that because he's lo- got way longer reach and he's a ridiculously good striker with his hands. 100%. Ch- it's a win for Chandler if he, just, if he just puts on an exciting fight, which is good for the fans, but not so much for his record. I'd just love to see Chandler. It's Chan- for his record, but it's pretty cool that he... It's doesn't great. give a fuck about his record. No, he doesn't give a fuck about his record or his body. And he's, yeah. they, and because of the way at he all. fights, they still keep giving him the guys at the top. And it's he, not, deser- not, he deserves that. And yeah. he, pull, he pulls them. He pulls. Um, after every single fight he's in, there's there's like a 
blow up on everything t- on Twitter on everything because yeah he's just every single fight he's in crazy entertainment yeah but I, I, I don't know what it is I just and I spoke about this to you Minga said it right um I would love to see Chandler versus um Islam yeah I would love to see it because yeah. I, I think his wrestling is the only thing that could handle Islam's wrestling, you know? And it, that might be, you know, disputed a lot. People say Islam, Islam's on a different level, whatever. But Chandler's wrestling, I think, is a, probably the best in the division at, besides Islam. Like, yeah. would you agree? In lightweight? Yeah. No, I'd say um, Gregor Gillespie is probably second best wrestler in the division. Could he hang with Islam? Or could he hang with Chandler? In a wrestling match, maybe. Wasn't Chandler, like, All-American and maybe even um, won um, yeah, but that national stuff, titles? that stuff doesn't really, like, translate all that well into, like, MMA. Justin Gagey was, like, some sort of good, like, college wrestler as well. But I think Chandler... Didn't Chandler take it next level to Justin Gagey? Because I watched a thing with, on... Um, maybe. Uh, who were we talking about before who fought Jake Paul? and um, Ty- uh, Woodley. Woodley. So Woodley used to train with Chandler... And um, Chandler and oh, far out. Who, JG. Uh, no, who took the first drop against Jake Paul as well? Askren. Oh, Askren. Ask, he yeah. used to train with both them, and and he said they were another level. That Chandler and Askren were another level in wrestling. Yeah, and no one could come near him in the whole divisions everywhere, America wide. So yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. I, I just I don't know. So those explosive. Yeah. He's got those explosive little quads, you know. And he's just cr- got good quads. You know, Do you like his quads? They're pretty good. They're not. They're not. They're not. They got nothing on Volkanovski's. They don't. But they they are good. Yeah, they're they're fine. He doesn't, they're, have, he doesn't have the tip tip of. <laughs> no, he doesn't. They're really explosive little fibs. quads, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, he's he's fucking, a nugget. He's so explosive. I guess we don't ever really get to see his wrestling that much. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because he's about entertainment. Yeah, so it's hard to kind. Of, it's really. It really is hard to say because the other guys that we're talking about are are in there wrestling all the time. Um, so you get to see it, but it just, yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, it'd be a good fight, but he's got to get past Dustin and I don't think he gets past Dustin. No, no, I I that, well. Actually, the more I think about it, the more I think Dustin is going to smoke this guy. Even oh, yeah. like, even the know. Tony fight, Tony in the first round. I think it's going to be so close. I think, I, yeah. I don't know. Well, just because Gaethje landed the hardest uppercuts I've seen on Chandler and I thought he's going to get knocked out because of how Olive's knocked him out with that short, short, that short punch, but that explosive punch that knocked Chandler. Mm. And then I thought, watching Gaethje hit Chandler with some of those uppercuts. Did you see that? You guys both saw that fight. Yeah, man, Ga- Gaethje hit him with clean uppercuts as Chandler was coming, throwing his head down. Yeah, and the uppercut dropped him, throwing up, and it dropped him onto his back, and then he ended up getting back up and kept fighting. I thought. Everyone thought oh, his chin was gone and, you know, he's going to be... But his chin hasn't gone. So, I, I don't know. I just think this is going to be nah. an unbelievably good fight to watch. Yeah, it's going to be good. Oh, Especially the so first good. round. Yeah. yeah. I just think that that right-handed Chandler's... It's, I don't know if you can keep on landing it on guys. The bomb. Yeah, it's like they're, they're just going to... Eventually, the next guy he fights going to just be working it out. He's got he's to hit him with something different. That's what Poirier... Poirier Poirier's arms are so long, like... Yeah, he I keeps think his distance with that those those long arms he throws. He stands square, but he th- when he throws his arms, he throws full extent. 
Yeah, he's. Got, I think he. I don't know. I think if it's Tony, stand up, Tony was tagging him. He can catch him till he got put stiff with. And the, that looked like vintage Tony, which was so upsetting to see. It looked like Tony had, had come back vintage, and then Tony against Nate was like watching. Oh, like bad. Two, two old dudes. Like, yeah, Tony's decline was um, steep, and it happened really quickly. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I I just think if they stand up and go for each other, that Poirier is just too mm. is too crisp. It's too, too crisp and too, too durable. Sound. It's too durable. Yeah, and and I yeah, I just think yeah, I think you'll I think you'll beat him. I d- I don't think Chandler's gonna land that right hand on him. I think it's like it's surely he's not training for that, you know, to deal with that. Um, but I don't know. Of course he can because he's just so quick and explosive. But that's I, I'm almost I'd almost bet on. Poirier in this fight, to be honest. I, I was actually going to put odds? that to you guys and see if we add Poirier in the multi because I can't see. What like price at, is he? This is the thing, a dollar forty-five. So oh. I can't, I can't. Yeah. Like, this is the thing. I don't like. I don't want to see either lose, yeah. to be honest. But I can't see Poirier losing because I can't see. I've seen Poirier's been eating huge shots and still he just throws back. Like he's been in wars and. The only reason he loses this fight. I think is if he's done and he's happy and he's making heaps of money and he's not doesn't want to go on that title run anymore and face could like be which Israel, could be a, just another yeah. Khabib after what happened to him. Maybe we don't put it in the multi time. then, you know? That's the only reason I think he loses. Well, we'll have a think about it. And talk about should we talk about a little bit more about is him Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's get into that. Pereira's two, or sorry, Bowdown is two sixty-two, <laughs> and Adesanya is a dollar fifty. And what are the odds, Minga, for like method? You want some method odds? Yeah. Adesanya by KO four sixty. Not happening. Not happening. Is he by points two thirty? That's disgusting. Yep. Yeah, so that 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 is. It's disgusting odds. Yeah, but that. You know, that's how he's won every fight in a long that's time. That's what I, if you if you told me I had to put all of my money on one thing on this cu- entire card, and I had to do it, I did, I wouldn't want to do it because it'd be a shit bet to fucking watch. But I'd I'd put it on Adesanya by points. Yeah, so that's what I mean. It's ridiculous, but but that's I would. But you what's Powhatan? What's Powhatan by points? Because I don't think that happens, but nah. I think I think it's either Powhatan by knockout or Izzy by points. Powhatan by points is seven seventy five. Yeah, that's but that's almost that's impossible to happen. Yeah, unless he hurts him real bad and just that, and Izzy survives. But I don't survives five rounds. I yeah. really can't see that happening. Powhatan submission is twenty six dollars. That is the most impossible thing that's <laughs> ever been put. Minga, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> I haven't spoken to you about this, yeah. but I remember you saying. That my man Bilal, to knock out, for for a knockout win in his last fight, it was paying maybe twenty sixes. Yeah, no, was it wasn't. Yeah, it was paying Sean Brady. It wasn't twenty six. It, it might have been. It was paying a lot, and you said make, it should have been paying I like. I didn't five hundred. He said, <laughs> "Well, you know what? Can we have? Con, can you? Odds. Can you cut your um bit in?" I'd like you, you to cut that in, please, Mingo. Yeah, okay, we'll cu- I'll cut it in. Yeah, I will. Whatever it is. You wrote my man off, my man Bilal off. He's come in and he's bloody. I love that you love Bilal. So I missed that. Po- I missed being in on that potty. And I had to ask because I saw the Bilal post come straight up after. And I hit Connie up straight away and go, does Dano like 
Bilal in years. Oh, he loves him. It was and an early it, stoppage, though. It made me like Bilal a bit longer because I, di- I didn't actually like him before that. No one, no one likes him, Corbs. <laughs> did you not why, think? That's why. You did like you him. not think it was a slightly early stoppage? I did. Yeah. He just probably could have let him make it to the end of the round. Oh, I don't. It probably probably won't. Wouldn't have changed. He might have even, even like he Bilal still would have won. But I haven't. What didn't you say? There was like 10, 15 seconds left. There was when he stopped the fight. There was less than ten seconds, and he was still on his feet. He just wasn't. He just hadn't recovered for like. Do you reckon that matters? Seconds. Should that matter? In the ref's decision to stop, it's a up fire. to the ref. But like unless I said someone, on that other episode, unless someone episode, looks like they're sick. Like I said on that other episode, John, <laughs> Big John McCarthy came out and said he thought it was an early stoppage, and he's the best uh, to ever do it. I thought it was a tad early. Yeah, if I John it said was. it. If Big John said it, yeah, that's it's factual. It is. That's but, right. But Bilal was lighting him up, Minga. Yeah, but it's like not enough to like put. I, I don't know. Like it, it was. Look, if there was more time left in the round and he didn't recover. I would have been like, oh, yeah, that's fair. But the, the round was uh, honestly seconds away from finishing and he hadn't put him off his feet. Did Brady complain? No, uh, Bra- Brady, Brady came out after and said he was relieved he lost his um, unbeaten record. He said he had a weight on his shoulders th- that he didn't realise how heavy it was. And then when he realised he'd lost, he said it felt like all this weight had left him. What? Because he's had this weight of, um, of an undefeated fighter for so long. Hang on, we're we're we're, we're straying we're from off. the we're straying from the fight Sorry. that we're here to talk about. Sorry. Now, I want Poetan to win so fucking bad, Poetan. <laughs> but I I just because mainly because I don't like Izzy, but also because he's the biggest threat to Izzy's throne that has been so far in Izzy's reign, and I I as much as I want it to happen. I can kind of see Izzy the way he fights, like just picking him from picking at him from a distance, staying away from him, and it's just a matter of whether or not Poetan can Who? get closer to Poetan. <laughs> can you can just explain for the listeners why he's called Poetan? Yeah, because um, Po in an indigenous Brazilian language stands for hand, and Atan Poetan is a uh, the stone? Yes. Atan is the stone? That is So it. it's like stone hands. Which Rock hands. Yeah. He's an absolute weapon. But it, that's the thing. He only needs to hit him once in cleanly in five rounds in those MMA gloves with his hands or his knees are fucking lethal as yeah. well. He only needs to hit him once to take him out. I don't think he's going to be able to... I don't think Izzy's going to be able to keep that distance that he has been able to do against Rob mm. and all the other fighters that aren't... That haven't... St- that Poetan stood with him twice already. Yeah. He's going to walk him down. That's not saying, yeah, because uh, that was a long time ago now, you know, um, but Poetan's going to close that. Di- he's going to be trying to close that distance constantly. And he, I don't think he's afraid. I don't think he's afraid to be. But you could also argue that Izzy was bashing him, you know, with those big gloves. He's pro- he, he might be knocking him out. If he's if he's hitting him that many times in the UFC, you know, like in one of these fights, but it's different. It's, yeah. it's different styles, though. I know, I know, but because he no like, no no, I don't mean UFC in the kickboxing because this is going to be a kickboxing match, just in MMA gloves. But like the different, they they've got different styles of fighting because Poltan has so much power 
he doesn't have to have that like really good cardio and that really like accurate like quick sort of like high volume um, striking that Adesanya has. He it's he's just got a different style. Like he'll he'll get he needs to just get close enough to to just land that one shot. Like Izzy doesn't have that. Like of course he knocks people out and stuff like that, but it's a completely different thing. Like if it's yeah, so Izzy's always gonna when they every time these guys fight, Izzy's probably gonna land more shots. But it's just going to take one shot from Poetan to, like, clean him up. Have you guys watched much Poetan highlights, knockouts? I actually watched, like, a mini Poetan doco. How fucked is the left hook? It's so short. There's, like, almost no follow-through. And these guys are just getting put to sleep. Mm. Poetan. It's phenomenal. Hence the name Poetan. (laughs) I think it's my favourite nickname. It's phenomenal though, this left hook. Yeah, what was the doco? Tell us about the doco. Uh, well, it, might ju- it was just one of the like UFC made ones, but it just talked about Poetan's upbringing and everything. And he's, he was like um, out of school and working in like a mechanic sort of thing in, in the like sort of slums of Brazil when he was like 12. And all these men around him were, like, heavily drinking. So then he started drinking. And he was, like, an alcoholic when he was, like, 13, 12, 13. 13. And then they'd get into fights, like, the, the, you know, because obviously they were all getting really shit-faced and pissed. And then I think he ended up getting into a fight, like, you know, a couple of years into it or something. And I think he just, like, knocked, some, laid someone out. And they're like, holy shit. And he's, like, a kid, you know. Yeah, and then someone like pushed him in the direction to just go like train, and then he started training. And then when they were training him, they're like, "This guy has ridiculous strength in his hands, like his punches are ridiculous." Rock, and rock hands, stone hands, yeah. And then so then he got into his fights, and he was just cleaning everyone up and made an extremely quick rise like in the kickboxing scene because he was just cleaning people up he's the kind of guy that was born to be a fighter born, like you look at it look, yeah, at, his oh, look at him mm. he's a sca- and you see what he rolls around how heavy he rolls around when he's not competing has a rig on him as well he's like a light heavyweight when he's rolling around like it like weighs in at light heavyweight the whole time because he's like so he has to trim right down for middleweight so he's got all that strength and power of like a light heavyweight at least. Wait, were you saying he ha- he ended up having like a drinking problem when he was a kid? Yeah. And then some guy in his gym took him in because he because he was that good at fighting in those fights. I think the older someone guys. saw him fighting and pushed him to start training at the gym because they're yeah. like you're just you got like a natural you know your hands are like stones, and they just started all chanting all time, all time, and then. Yeah, like, there's a bit more of a backstory to it. Like, I won't go into it because I'll probably. Where'd you watch that? On um, it was actually just watched it on my phone. It popped up. It said the story of Poetan, and so it's probably on YouTube. Oh, I'd have to be. Be um, worth a watch. It'd ma- it'd probably make you really get around Poetan if you're not already around Poetan. Get into it because after it, I was kind of like, oh yeah, Poetan, like you know, this guy, like blah blah blah. But then I um, then I watched this once. I watched this. You know, t- it was like, I think it's 10 or 15 minutes. It's not actually very long. After I watched it, I just like had this 
way greater respect for him because you get his backstory on like he like came from not like nothing and i know a lot there's a lot of those stories in the ufc and that because it's quite a rough you know mm. a lot of people fighting just for money just so they can make it away but he's like came from the sl- like slums where he's and just to just to on his rise with his those rock hands of his you know it, it just yeah just made me respect the hell it's out hard of him. to beat those guys that are Born to be that, you know. Yeah. But what? To, well, okay, what? Just to finish off, what's your prediction? Predictions for that fight, Minga? Um, oh, it's, it's so tough. tough. It's so it's tough. So like tough. Like what? What we're saying about Izzy by points or Poetan by knockout? I think the only way he can win would be to knock him out. But I reckon. I think Izzy's. Um, like arrogance and ego, he's gonna want to have. He's gonna want to finish him as well. I think either finish would be so cool. If Izzy finishes him, it'd be, it'd be legendary. He'd be, be so legendary. It would actually yeah. like stamp his um. It would. And, it would and, stamp his thing more than anything. And else vice versa. Right. And I really hope he goes for it. Um, but yeah, he's. If there's every chance He'll he won't. Be on his bike. <laughs> yeah. So prediction. If I was putting my life on it, I would probably have Izzy on points. What about you, Corbs? My head says Izzy by points and my heart says Poetan by KO. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to go with. I'm going to definitely leave it out of the multi and, this, and won't be putting anything oh, up. Yeah. This is a tip. because it's it's just, And I'm definitely not even going to bet on it because it's just way too close. I'm so just interested to watch it. But yeah, like I'm, I don't know. I don't know whether to go head or heart. Like, Mingi, you raised a great point. That I forgot about is Poetan's the knees. Yeah. That's got to be a factor. His knees are fucking real good, aren't they? They're good. I reckon it'd be hard for him to land one on Izzy, though. I just don't think Izzy will ever be close enough. He's so yeah. elusive. I think, it, I think it'll be his, his left hand, if it's anything. Yeah. But I reckon I reckon Poetan by knockout. I reckon he'll get him. I reckon he can get I reckon it does. He's, he's got 25 minutes to get him, doesn't he? Those smaller gloves, man. Yeah. I reckon, and I and I feel like Izzy can't play that distance game for twenty five minutes with him. Is yeah. he? I reckon Izzy almost. I mean, he can because that's what he does. But it's like there's got to be a, a moment in this fight where Poetan lands on him. Well, there's probably got to be a moment in his last four fights where someone lands one on him, and no one has. Like Rob Not couldn't really. land one. Yeah, but none of those guys are. I know, I, I know none of them are Poetan, but it's like... I bet you none of them are going to walk him down like Poetan. But it's like the, to- the clock's ticking a bit for Izzy. He can't just be dancing through these all these Rob, fights. Rob was, Rob was hesitant because Ros- Rob had been knocked out cold nearly, uh, yeah. twice in the one fight nearly yeah. by Izzy. Yeah, you could tell. You could tell in the fight. It was, a, it was a, That was a weird fucking fight. But yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I think if you're smart... Money says Adesanya by points, but fuck that. I really want Poetan to knock him out. I really want it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's what, I, that's what I. Definitely, he's he's a huge chance. Yeah, it's the most interesting Izzy fight we've seen for a long time. Obviously, Rob Rob two was very interesting, but this is as interesting. If oh, more. this is probably the most. No one's knocked Izzy out twice. Yeah, it's definitely, has. definitely the most. All right, guys, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Um, as we like to do, we're going to, me and Corbs are going to tip you into a um, ridiculous multi 
That's probably not going to win, but if it does and you don't get on, then that's your fault. I'd also like to apologise for some of the background noise in this. We had a uh, heavy rain downpour and it um, was in the Oracle, Oracle segment there and it was um, quite heavy and you can probably hear it. Now, for the multi, um, we're going to go two Rugby League World Cup bets. We're going to go Australia by the line, lock that in. We're going to go England by the line. Lock that in. UFC, we're going to throw one in there. Uh, We're going to throw in Dustin Poirier outright. And we're going to throw in a racing one as well. We're going Cranbourne Race 3 on Saturday, Port Phillip. So, have you got odds for that, Corbs? I'm actually just uh, calculating that now. And it's starting to look very juicy here, Minga. Now... I also would like to say that my locks and shoe-ins of the weeks have not lost to date. So if you haven't been betting on them in some way, or shape or form, you might be an idiot. We have, I, Yeah. We I've got ha- another lock of the week too, which I'm going to put up this week, so keep an eye out for that. What's the, what's the odds on that multi? Off that four-leg multi, we have $14.13 currently. Okay, $14.13. Okay, lovely. I think, we're, I think we're on for the multi this week. So do I. If you want to, if you want to play it safer, just cut Port Phillip out of that and we'll just keep those sports ones, but they're, they're the four we're rolling with. Yeah, just get on. Don't be a coward. 